Okay, if you can excuse the um, the background noise, I'm uh, finding it hard to find a quiet place here up north to speak. Um, so yesterday we spoke uh, in detail about Chirul Hashem, and now we're going to speak about Shmirat Shabbat and Yamim Tovim. And here, once again, we're in the Kiyot, right? So we're not talking about uh, not cooking on Shabbat and uh, not doing Isurei Torah on Shabbat. That's not the issue at hand. The issue at hand are the things that, that people are negligent with or, or unawares Bichlal that they are Asur. And the, the main issue that here uh, Ramchal talks about is Divrei Chol on Shabbat. If you go all the way back to um, what we were speaking about in... Uh, in Zahirut, if you remember, the first problem with Zahirut in Perakei was that we don't have time. Uh, we just don't get round to doing Cheshbon Nefesh because we're so busy and busy and busy. And one of the obvious solutions to that, Ramchal doesn't give us, but, but one that I suggested was Shabbat. In, on Shabbat, we are out. You know, we are out of the... Uh, we are out of the... Um, of the week, we've left the world and our phones are off, our computers are off, and we have time to spend... Uh, relaxing and thinking about our souls and concentrating, focusing on the really important things in our life. Uh, I admit, I mentioned at the time that we don't really do this, and this connects with what the Ramchal is going to talk about here in the Kiyot about Shmirat Shabbat. The Shmirat Shabbat that he talks about here is the Shmirat Shabbat that very few of us do, meaning what happens when you turn off your machines and you have a bit of time? So you have a bit of time to uh, think. Uh, the question is, what do you think about? And uh, one of our biggest problems of, in the re- religious community when it comes to Shmirat Shabbat is divrei chol on Shabbat, is planning for things and thinking about things to do on, um, uh, during the week on Shabbat. And, uh, or speaking about divrei chol on Shabbat, and people normally do this, but they qualify it by saying in Yiddish, nishkerech, it's not right to, it's not correct to speak about divrei chol on Shabbos, and then they go on and speak about divrei chol on Shabbos. So here the question here is, when you're talking about Shabbat, is, is, is keeping Shabbat. We talk about shmirat Shabbat. Now shmirat Shabbat is, is to, is to, Observe Shabbat. Make sure that you don't do any isurim on Shabbat. So if you're a Shomer Shabbat, you're not doing melachot and you're keeping the halacha like you should do regarding negative commandments. But the Pasuk doesn't just say shamor ejom Shabbat lekacho. One of the ways of sanctifying Shabbat is through shmirah, not doing the melachas. But there's also zachor ejom Shabbat lekacho. There is a requirement to do active things to make Shabbat holy. You can make Shabbat holy by by refraining from doing things, but to make it really holy, there has to be zechira. There has to be <coughs> using the Shabbat in a positive way and doing things that are positive and recalling uh, holy things and not talking about yemei chol. So he talks about that again. What is difficult for the masses, says Ramchal, is to totally, totally stop thinking about work and, and thinking about business. And even though the Navi speaks about this, anything you're not allowed to do on Shabbat, you're not allowed to think about either. Or to mention. 
So to plan for Motzei Shabbat, you know, I remember even uh, even days of the Midrashah, may I suggest that as you're getting near to the end of Seudah Shlishit, uh, people are getting uh, a bit itchy that they need to get out because uh, God forbid they should miss their pizza tonight because they haven't eaten enough over Shabbos and people are already playing for Motzei Shabbos on Shabbos. There's something really interesting here, you know, when you go into the world of Hasidut, specifically what I've been uh, um, exposed to, uh, uh, the incredible writings of the Piazzesna, it's several places about the Kedusha of Sudash Lishit. Now the Piazzesna says uh, in one, I think it's in Samsi Ruz, he describes Sudash Lishit as being uh, similar to Na'ila. And uh, Na'ila, right? Think about Rav Shames doing Na'ila on Yom Kippur. Uh, and uh, that's what Sudash Lishit is. And, and I, we sit every week, we're very mucked in the summer for sure. In the winter, we work very, very hard to make sure we sit down. Even if we don't have a big meal, I have a kazayat, and I sit down and we sit down and we sing. And that's what we do, right? But, but when you tell people today Sudash Lishit is Na'ila, and it's the climax of Shabbat, and everything about Shabbat is waiting for Na'ila, that a lot of people look at you and say, well, really? I mean, in the Balabasim, they, you know, they, it's a bit of herring and a bit of kiggle and in shul and, and listening to the rabbi sing of his Mola David, maybe you did nefesh and that's Na'ila, whatever, it's winding up. Now, I think what, what Sudash Rishit really reflects is whether someone is really keeping Shabbos or not. If someone is keeping Shabbos, not refraining from doing Isurim, but keeping Shabbos, enjoying every minute of Shabbos, enjoying that nituk, that... Uh, that disconnect from the world and that time to rethink, reevaluate, uh, infuse yourself with spirituality, then of course you're going to want every you want you want Shabbos to last longer and longer and longer. But if you're not really keeping Shabbos, then you're just waiting for Shabbos to go out. And uh, you know I've had that feeling very often, right? And especially in the summer where Shabbos goes out late. I'm not talking about England where Shabbos goes out near, near 10 o'clock at night, but even in Israel where Shabbos in the summer goes out at 8.30, quarter to nine, sometimes the, the latest at 8.30, whatever. And already at seven, it's like, no, die, you know, okay, we've done Shabbos, we've got things to do, we're raring to go and say Shabbos, and everyone's raring to go and say Shabbos. If that's the way you feel, and I've often felt that way, there's something wrong with your Shabbos. There's something wrong with your Shabbos, Me, meaning, it, it, essentially, if that's where you feel that what Shabbos has done for you, I think, is it's given you the physical rest, but you've rested, and now you're ready to go, and you're ready to get back into things and do things. But if you've kept Shabbos in the way you're meant to keep Shabbos, and, and you've kept Shabbos in a way that Shabbos is uh, an infusion of spirituality, then you don't want Shabbos to go out. Then you just you don't want Shabbat to go out. I have often, I'm, I'm sure you see me sometimes, you know, uh, ever since uh, the very first thing I, I wanted to do in the Midrashah when I began, uh, uh, you know, directing the program 27 years ago was I wanted the girls to have uh, an experience on Yom Kippur like the boys have an experience in Yeshiva. Almost the, 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 the biggest talk of the boys, Bein Asmanim, after Elul is, is Yom Kippur in the Yeshiva. And in, in our Yeshiva, Yom Kippur, Yamim Narayim, Yom Kippur was incredible, incredible. And I wanted our girls to have that experience. And we couldn't do Rosh Hashanah on a regular basis. We did it actually last year because of Corona for the first time. Uh, we couldn't really do Rosh Hashanah, but we've been doing Yom Kippur every single year for 27 years. I only missed one because I was on Miluim. But, but, but we've, every single year, even last year, it was limited to our, 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 our students at the time. We couldn't bring in people from the outside. But, but 
but we've done Yom Kippur every year and uh, we do it in the auditorium of Shiva Takotel. I don't know whether you have ever noticed at the end of Ne'ila and at the end of the dancing, uh, while everyone is piling out to go and get Rogelach or whatever, I'm normally just sitting on a chair on, on the Bimal there, on the stage there, and uh, with, a, with a, a, a little bit of sadness. A little bit of sadness is because I, I look forward to Yom Kippur and I am actually sorry when it's over. I'm not waiting for the fast to finish because it's such an uplifting day, it's such an inspiring day that I, I would be happy to go on for another hour, another two hours. It's not you know, it's, it's, as long as your body can take it without without dehydrating. Uh, I would be happy to go on, but it, it, it's not possible. You have to stop. Allah says you have to stop. Allah says you have to make havdalah, and, and and you can't. It's it's ogmat nefesh to people to to go longer than the time the fast is going out. Rashi is always very mounted. Uh, however long it takes on Avinu Malkeinu, he's always very, very mucky to finish on time so that people can break their fast. But I have a sadness there. Uh, and I understand from a Shabbos, that's the sadness it should be when Shabbos is going out. Meaning the day has been used for such inspiration. It's, uh, you know, like, 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 the la- like the last night of camp where people are, are up all night and they don't want camp to finish. That's what the end of Shabbos should look like. If the end of Shabbos for us does not look like that, does not feel like that, we're doing something wrong. Especially in a place like Israel. Why do I say especially in a place like Israel? Because in Chutzlah, uh, you have Sunday, right? So it's not like you're, you're sorry Shabbos is going out because you've got to go back to work. Because you have Motzei Shabbos and you have Sunday. In Israel, you go back to work Motzei Shabbos, getting ready for Sunday. Sunday morning, Allah Boke, back at work, right? So Kavachami should be, you should be upset. If you're not upset when Shabbos goes out, on a regular Shabbos, I'm not talking about a special camp Shabbos, I'm not talking, I'm talking about a regular Shabbos. You have to understand, we have to understand, I have to understand that we're doing something wrong with Shabbos. We're not keeping Shabbos properly. Uh, Shabbos has to be, it's not a social, it's not about sitting around a table and speaking for hours on end about Norishkeit. Now, when I was a kid, I, um, yeah, we weren't so sure about Shabbos. We were a very traditional family, and uh, the friends around me, they were all kind of, uh, you know, uh, certainly an upgrade on my Shmirat Shabbat. Every so often I got invited uh, to places for Shabbos, to friends, and every so often I actually went. And, the, and these from people who, who, they were Shomer Shabbos, right? But I discovered when I went to the houses, I, I didn't discover at the time because I didn't know anything else at the time. I discovered it later on in life in Yeshiva. But they were, they were religious people. They were Shomer Shabbos. But what was Shabbos? Shabbos was sitting around the table, sometimes for three and a half hours, sometimes for four hours, eating, eating and eating and eating, talking rubbish. In a good case scenario, five minutes before Birgat Amazon, there would be a Dvar Torah, which really for me, in my, in my cynical way, is that this is our, our get, out of, get out of jail for free ticket, right? We've got to give a Dvar Torah, so we'll speak nonsense, nourish kite for three hours, we'll give a Dvar Torah and the Pasha for two minutes, which no one listens to and everyone just wants to finish because um, they want to go to sleep now because we've eaten so much. Uh, and that, 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 that was the experience I had of eating at Shmirat Shabbat places. Um, besides the fact that I, I haven't got the patience to sit for so long, I find it very difficult to sit for so long doing nothing, even at home after an hour and a half of a meal, I, you know, enough. Um, but, but it's not, it, it's Shmirat Shabbat, we're not doing any Isurim, but we're not being Maskir Shabbat. Again, uh, for me, again, I, I, this isn't definitive, it's not, it's not absolute, but for me, a sign that you're keeping Shabbos is on a regular Shabbos, not a special Shabbos, not a family Shabbos, not a Simcha Shabbos, but on a regular Shabbos, you don't want Shabbos to go out. 
and uh, th that means that you've, you're fulfilling Shabbos, and Shabbos is the way it should be. So what we've done today in the Kiyot, taking a bit of extra time, I really apologize for the background. I'm in some kind of, uh, next to some kind of camping site, lots of little children running around, and um, but it's, it's the only place I can go to, to give this over. Um, so I apologize for that. We've spoken about, about Shabbat in the Kiyot, and how, how a tzaddik is meant to keep Shabbat. And um, uh, what we're going to do next is very interesting because uh, because he, he it, we're in the Kiyot and we've been going through the Kiyot quite quickly even though in I hardly ever get this far in, in a whole year um, because I'm presuming again that you are you are reading but um, but Nekiyot in Mitzvot is followed in the Ramchal by Nekiyot in Midot. Okay, so we finish with mitzvot, we're going to midot. The only thing I would think about until we start this, please God, tomorrow, is that, uh, is nekiot in midot, I would have thought that would have been first. Right, that the, 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 if we're going, according to prioritizing, that the, the priority should be lenakot, the midot. Um, but uh, he doesn't, he does mitzvot first, and please God, at some stage tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem will continue with that. Have a good day.